Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. So, tonight we're going to do a fun two-hour segment about trending topics from news to sports to entertainment, including one of my favorite topics. I love to talk about Big Brother, but this time it's specifically Celebrity Big Brother Season 2 in the U.S. Ooh, it's getting good, good, good. Lots of twists already. Um, what else? Lots of going on. Pro Bowl is today, sadly. My team lost. Yeah, NFC against the AFC. Bummer. But congrats to AFC. I was sad because my Dallas Cowboys already got knocked out of the playoffs. And then they lost the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Bummer. But it was still fun. Actually, it wasn't exactly fun to watch because it was raining during their whole game. And it was a blowout game. At least they scored one touchdown. Gosh. It was like, I think, what, 20-7 to 7 final score? Something like that. Whew. What else are we going to talk about? Lots to talk about. Uh, and if you want to call in, I try to stay objective neutral on this when it comes to politics, but I know it's a huge topic in the news about Trump and the wall and the government shutdown. So if you want to call us your thoughts on any of that stuff, feel free to do that as well. Um, oh, and I'm going to announce my new online shop. Yeah, trying to put my skills to work. I'll tell you all about that here shortly. But in the meantime, let's get started with a great song called Let's Go by Bean. Are you ready?
I've been sitting here talking since the song ended, realizing all of a sudden that I've been on mute the entire time. My apologies. How embarrassing is that? And I just told this whole story that I'm going to repeat now because apparently y'all didn't hear me and I was just talking the dead air. So, <laughs> so let me tell you now, um, my friend, Brad just sent me a message, my old dear college buddy that I we all have nicknames, and his nickname was Peach from our college drinking days. Anyway, we lived in the same dorm, and yeah, so he just sent me a message asking if I had a copy of this article I wrote uh, about him. I interviewed him back in college, and it was really proud of this article, and I know I have it some here, somewhere, excuse me, here is what I'm trying to say. Um, cause I know I have a box of like all my work, you know, I, I've had articles in magazines and newspapers, not just college, but professional over the years off and on. And some, sometimes I haven't written an article in a long time. I get these, like these urges just to interview someone and write an article, which thinking about, it, I probably should turn all these interviews from my talk show into articles. That would be pretty cool. And then submit them to publications and stuff, huh? Just thought of that. Why haven't I done that before? Anyway. I love interviewing people. That's why I love hosting this podcast. Um, so, yeah, so this article I interviewed my dear friend Peach, also known as Brad, uh, back when we were in the same dorm at University of North Texas. He took me to dinner one night to Cracker Barrel in Denton, Texas, and I loved learning his story. And it was all about him uh, trying out for these pledging for all these different fraternities and being devastated and depressed that he was not accepted into any of them. And through that process, he found himself, he found God, and it's just a beautiful story. I'm really proud of it. But at the same time, I'm a little hurt. I'm a little sad that my dear friend Brad did not keep a copy of this article I wrote about him. I mean, I wrote a whole article about you, my friend, and you didn't keep a copy of it? Seriously? i got to give you a hard time. Now, this is from like 1998, 1999. I understand it was a long time ago, and you've had a kid, and married and moved houses and stuff since then but still come on now <laughs> i gotta give you a little bit of a hard time but uh yeah so hopefully i'll find that i'll copy of that article soon for him just wanted to share that with y'all let me play another song when i come back i'll tell you about my new online shop and then we'll dig deep into these trending topics in the meantime speaking of uh my that article about my friend brad and finding god and all that reminds me of one of my favorite songs by my friend and artist, upcoming artist, Brandon Flippin. Say hi to him. Follow him on Twitter, B Flippin Music. And this is called Seen by Brandon Flippin. I call it my go-to spiritual song. Oh, I love it. Enjoy. Oh, 
song. I love that song. So again, that was seen by Brandon Flippin. And again, you can follow him on Twitter, check out his music, follow, find him on Twitter, please. Flippin Music is his Twitter name. All right. So I'm going to tell you real quick before I forget about my online shop. I hope you'll check it out. It's creationsbyshell.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S-B-Y-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And I'm not going to talk a lot about it. Just mention it briefly. You know, i got to promote, right? And uh, you can basically, I call it like the online gift shop because you can shop for gifts for others or for yourself from accessories to home decor, housewares, and lots more. Um, I think I said that backwards, but you get the drift. You know, placemats, throw pillows, afghans, baby blankets, um, I've even crocheted curtains. I know, crazy enough. That's one of my uh, unique accomplishments in the crochet world. Uh, what else? What else? Well, you get the drift. But I, again, I hope you'll check out the, the website. Give me feedback, too. It's a new website, so I love your input. It can help me help myself better and help others better and that good stuff. So, um, yeah. All right. 
uh, let's see here. I'm going to go ahead and play some more music because I need a minute to go on my social media and let everyone know the show is on air now. And I definitely want to talk lots more in detail about Celebrity Big Brother and a little bit more about Pro Bowl and well, and all that if you want to call and share your thoughts on that. But let me give you all that switchboard number. That might help. Just call in 323-642-1556 and listen to the prompts. I think you press 1 to talk live on air, but just make sure you listen to the prompts in case I'm wrong. Uh, but again, that area code is 323-642-1556. Or you can follow me on Twitter, message me on Twitter live during the show tonight uh, at Coffee Talk WC, that's C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C. And uh, message me your thoughts on any of these trending topics from news to sports entertainment. You know, or if it's a topic I have not mentioned, it's a trending topic, feel free to mention you know, add on your to that topic as well and let me know about it and I'll add it to the show tonight and read your tweets live on air. So let me know your opinions, your thoughts. I always say, you know, the diversity in the world makes makes the or you know, difference in our opinions and the diversity in us makes the world go around. It's a beautiful thing. All right. In the meantime, I hope you'll stay well. So here's stay well by me and then I'll be back.
I'm still promoting on social media. I'll be right back. Um, in case you're a new listener, I'm going to play a compilation snippets of past interviews along with some music, uh, along with some music that is by Brandon Hilton. And if you're a loyal listener, then I hope you'll enjoy this flashback. All right, going down memory lane with me. <laughs> and then we'll get into our trending topics. Thanks. Going on to coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more ah. chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance, but... I can't wait to get back to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's the problem. From, I just want yeah, chocolate I mean, mocha. you got to get, get some it. good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. Well, I mean, South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home, too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know? And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. Each have two families. You know, I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is, like, the monster family. <laughs> home is, like, the Beverly Hillbilly family. Is there everything that you would hope would make you feel so good? Who's calling and from where? Yeah, my name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. This is Ross Matthews. <laughs> it is. Oh How are God. you? I'm shaking. I love you. Oh, yeah. you're so cute. We all dream, but nobody listens. But if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless, then, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams we rule the world And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret We all have the money, have the money There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down And we all drive the nicest cars like motto in life is just to have fun and just um you know enjoy life and, and it took so long to realize that something was missing oh, oh. i would like for this book to be a movie that's my next big dream that's excited and you know a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff but um it was it was awesome and I, and I had a ball performing and um just you know meeting new people and meeting football players it was it was a, it was a dream come true and I found that uh you know telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff of the things that's happening with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. Good, good. I, I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, That you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. Hey, you, like so these are the news stories of our time, which is sort of my 
my hope for the future. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Who's calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross, how are you doing? Is this really Ross? No one can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument (laughs) and a gift. your head, and I was like, don't you dare, I know, yeah, you I and your have. stepfather wanted to save your head, I said, don't no. you dare, save your head. <laughs> I would have, and that's why I came up with the pink wig idea, the pink wig. You, and then I was like, oh no, the video that you made with the pink wig on. Her name is Grace Doe Bush, my favorite books of all time now while perusing crafts and art section, and it's called Crafty Superstar. <laughs> I'm always just really, really bored if I don't have a project. <laughs> Not necessarily all fun and glitter and sparkles all the time. There's a lot of hard work. I'm calling so my daughter could talk to Santa Claus. Hi, Santa. Oh, hello, Leah. How are you? Good. You know, Rudolph is sitting right next to me. He said hi, you know. I love seashells and coffee, hence my talk show named Coffee Talk with Shell. In 2009, it's been a huge journey, blessing in my life. I've interviewed many celebrities, uh, some via phone, some in person. Uh, Super Bowl came here in 2010, and that was probably one of my biggest pivotal moments in my talk show uh, journey. Life-size corn maze, and you have to find your way out. Quickly, I could make a gingerbread cookie. <laughs> yeah, um, 
you can go out and buy the, the store bought gingerbread mixes and just um, <laughs> and just and, <laughs> and just mix it up together and, and bake it in the oven. What you told me. Bought a gingerbread mix, Joe. It's easy as that. Oh, my goodness me. I'm going to try to call my dear friend Jafari for a moment. He may or may not answer, but he's great to talk to about sports, especially football. And we've got Pro Bowl that happened today and Super Bowl coming up. Oh, hang tight with me for a minute. Leave him a voicemail. Hold tight for me. Thanks, y'all. Hi. You have reached your boy Russell. I am not able to come to the phone right now. If you would need a name, a number, and a short, brief message, I will get back with you as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hi, Jabari. It's Shell. I'm live on air. Wanted to ask if you got a moment to call in and share your thoughts on Pro Bowl and Super Bowl. I'm sad. NFC lost against AFC today. Man. Uh, and I want to hear your Super Bowl predictions. And I'm also wondering if you're coming to the Super Bowl party with our friends. I hope so. It's tradition. Hope you can make it. All right. So if you get a chance, I uh, hope you'll call back 323-642-1556. I'm live on air till 10 o'clock central time. All right. Bye, Jabari. Thanks. All right. Give me just a moment here. And uh, I want to give a shout out to my soldier friends. First Lieutenant Emmy is hanging out with me in the chat room. I have missed them so much. And while I know she's listening, they're listening, I'm going to play the song I always play every week. And dedicate to them, to my military friends, as well as all military and veterans and their loved ones. And I promise to start talking about training topics after that. I'm going to dig probably in a lot to Celebrity Big Brother just for fun entertainment. Um, Yeah. So this song is called Time to Go Home by my favorite band, Michael Franti and Spearhead. And uh, just side note, I was explaining to, to my sis, my dear friend, First Lieutenant Emmy, that I apologize because I had been really sick. I, I think I caught like the upper respiratory viral infection that had been going around. Started, even now, my voice kind of cracks. I don't know if you can hear it, like goes and comes and goes, but I got, oh, really sick. It was terrible. So, um, anyway, I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to host the full segment to our segment like my usual routine back in rhythm you know uh now next week i won't be doing a show ironically because super bowl i'm actually going to my friend's house it's uh, my old college friends jen and sean they host this party we all get together we've had it at different house. we've had it when i live in an apartment alone and after married blah 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 but anyway uh but jen and sean for the most part have hosted the last few years or so now but it's a really fun tradition with our college friends to have a super bowl party we we try to get we used to get together once a month but you know time goes on they have kids now and it's a little harder so we try at least i would say once every quarter <laughs> we get about four you know try to hang out at least four times a year but super bowl is like the one time it's almost a guarantee that we always see each other so it's it's a big deal it's really fun 
um, enjoy, you know, hanging out, seeing my friends and their kids and everything. So I will not be hosting. I'm sorry to throw you all off with that, but um, I won't be hosting. I normally don't host the show during Super Bowl, which happens to be next Sunday, the February 3rd, but I'll be back uh, February 10th. But the the big episode, I'm really excited. Just a reminder, 10 years. Can you all believe it? I'll be hosting my 10-year celebration episode on February 17th. I've reached out to tons of past co-hosts and uh, guests and, and asked them if they have a chance to uh, be on the show to either leave a voicemail or call in. So I really hope we get some call in and share the updates on what's going on in their lives and such. I'm really, really excited and hope that pans out. Um, my soldier friends, I'm going to share this real quick. I know y'all, I know the Patriots is y'all's favorite team. and I feel a little bad because I can't help but want to root for the underdog, but it's funny. I'm really neutral, honestly, about who wins Super Bowl because if the Patriots win, then I'm happy for, of course, my soldier friends, right? But they've, you know, they've gone Super Bowl 10 times and won five out of 10. And then, of course, L.A. Rams is more of the underdog. However, to be fair, the L.A. Rams is who beat my Dallas Cowboys and got them out of, you know, kicked them out of the playoffs and hurt my Cowboys chances of even going to Super Bowl this year. So I'm kind of torn. <laughs> anyway, I think for me, though, it's more about hanging out with my friends and having fun during Super Bowl game. I do watch the game. Oh. I don't even know who's, who's performing. My favorite part is the the halftime show, and I forgot to look it up. Does anyone know? Let me see if I can find the answer. Do you know, sis, First Lieutenant, I mean, do you know? Uh, you're all the way overseas, and I'm asking you. Do you know who will be performing <laughs> for the, what artist is singing for halftime Super Bowl? And which singer is also doing the national anthem? I know you probably know that answer because <laughs> you're a soldier. Let's see if we can find out. Let me. I wish you could call it too. Let me play Time to Go Home and Michael Fred to Spearhead. I sung in dedication for my for all military and veterans and, and their loved ones and a special thank you to all of them. Can never say thank you enough. And then hopefully after the song ends, we'll have the answer on who's gonna sing national anthem at the Super Bowl and who's going to perform the halftime show. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, Puppy Bowl. Yes, my dog and I always watch Puppy Bowl. Thank you for reminding me, sis, to record that. And I don't know if they have Kitten Bowl this year, but they had Kitten Bowl also one year, and it was pretty cute, too. So, of course, my dog Prescott and I love Puppy Bowl. All right. Uh, I'll be right back all right, right after this song. Take our boys away now Don't take our girls 
to go home and take our boys and win them. Can take our girls and win them. Can take our boys and win them. Love that song. Again, that was time to go home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Oh, and that reminds me. Uh, well, a couple things on the note. Mr. Franti has a son named Aday who has um, he was diagnosed a few years ago with a, a kidney type health issue, and eventually they've told him that Aday is his name. I think he's he's early twenties now, I think, and they've told him that eventually he'll need a kidney transplant. But you know, his kidney will eventually fail that that much and such and um i think it's i can't remember how to say it. it's like fsgs I, I know i'm saying it wrong and um gosh i'm trying to remember how to say it but um anyway uh, uh, that made me also remember my friend who's a huge fan of michael Freddie's spearhead as well we call each other spirits well rock, soul rockers too is what mr Freddie named named us you know his fans but i also call fellow my fellow spirits because you know spearhead get it anyway so on that note i wanted to share that my dear friend jeremy his name is jeremy matheson wanted to ask for your thoughts prayers positive vibes the story is amazing so um something he and mr Fronty have in common they both have family members with kidney issues and that's pretty serious stuff you know and so uh jeremy posted an update i mean it happened so fast like okay so his mother, her name's Brenda, right? She was born with only one kidney. And now, recently, her her one kidney started failing, and she needed a transplant. And she got the call, I think yesterday or the day before, it happened really recently. She got the call 
for a transplant. She, she was on the transplant list, I guess, and got the call like, hey, we have a kidney for you, right? Well, ironically, she had not had anything to eat or drink yet. Normally, they would tell her to come in the next day. They had her come in that same night because she had not had anything to eat or drink. So they were able to to do the transplant surgery even sooner. Isn't that amazing? So I just wanted to ask for your thoughts and prayers for Jeremy and his family, especially his mom, Brenda, who had the transplant kidney surgery just and, and uh, well recovery and all. So my thoughts and prayers are, are with her and, and all of them. But, just wanted to share that with y'all. Isn't that something? Mm-mm-mm. Goodness me. All right. And let's talk about Celebrity Big Brother. Sometimes, I don't know about y'all, but I need a good distraction. Something that's just ridiculous, silly, fun. I really don't take it seriously when it comes to celebrity big brother it's just pure entertainment to me (laughs) and uh just fun you know and of course i watched it last year y'all know my tiff with ross matthews about big brother right y'all remember okay the story where he's the reason why i even started this podcast he inspired me to begin it after my parents died 2008 and that's how my tenure i can't believe it's been 10 years ago now february and a 10 year anniversary coming up uh, again february 17th at eight o'clock central time i hope you all be a part of that show and call and say hello and celebrate with me then because this isn't just my show this is our show this show would not be possible without any of you so thank y'all so much from the bottom of my heart so let me kind of do a recap with the Big Brother history here. I said I would never watch the show. All my family and friends watched it. It I didn't watch it the first few seasons. First few years, I was like, nope, nope, ain't going to watch it. Not going to do it. Oh, it just sounds so crazy. Well, now Ross Matthews started interviewing the house guests. and was always talking about this Big Brother show. So I finally decided, you know what? I'm going to give this Big Brother show a try one year. Just just give it a try. Why not? You know, I waited a few years. I, I tried to avoid it. I mean, they show so many episodes per week. It's really difficult to avoid it, honestly. And so I did really good for a few years. But then that one year, the first season I ever decide to watch it. And I'm trying to figure out what season it was. Let me see if it'll tell me here. It's the season that Gina Marie and Spencer and Aaron were on it. This is the season that Andy won. The most controversial season yet they've had. It was the 15th season, it says here. I did not watch Big Brother for 14 seasons. I have not watched the first 14 seasons. I've never gone back and watched any of those seasons. I may have seen one or two clips on YouTube overall from, like, really big moments, and that's it. I did such a good job of avoiding watching Big Brother for 14 seasons. And then I finally decide to give in and give it a try. And do you know what happened? I watched the entire season. I get wrapped up in it. And I reach out to Ross Matthews at the end of the season to surprise him and say, guess what? I finally watched Big Brother. Let's compare notes. And do you know what he said? You said, he said, excuse me. (laughs) He said, oh, it's the first season I decided not to watch it. Are you kidding me? 
So I blame Ross Matthews for my big brother addiction. Yes, I call it addiction because I can't seem to can't seem to not watch it now. So I said I'm not going to watch it the next season and the next season. And I always end up watching it. I even went to the premiere watch party here in Dallas Forest and met some of the past house guests, which was kind of fun, I'll admit, uh, last year. And then when I heard Celebrity Big coming on, I was like, oh, I ain't going to watch that too. Uh-uh, I ain't going to watch that too because I don't have time for that. No, mm-mm. no, I've already watched the regular seasons. I even watched the internet version season, y'all. It is bad. I know it's bad. I think it's because I love sociology classes in college. I don't know. I love people. I don't know what it is about the show. I, I just love the show. And they play it like three, four times a week. Then they have Big Brother After Dark every night for like two, three hours on, on cable, which I do have, by the way. It's embarrassing to admit that sometimes I watch that too. But honestly, it's more like background noise while I'm crocheting or winding down for the night. <laughs> so then Celebrity Big Brother comes on last year. And I'm like, nah, nah, I ain't going to watch that. Aw. And guess what? And then I see the cast. And guess who's on Celebrity Big Brother for season one of the U.S. version? Of course, Ross Matthews, of course. So then I'm like, well, now I have to watch it, too. Are you kidding me? And then I end up watching Celebrity Big Brother. I get all into it. And lo and behold, I'm watching it again. Now, to be fair, I haven't seen all the episodes this season yet because I did see the first full episode and a little bit of the other episodes. But it's on my DVR. But it's headline story galore because, you know, it's Big Brother. Celebrity Big Brother's headline news. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. My, oh, I love you. All my soldier friends, um, especially, to, I mean, my sis is writing in the chat room on behalf of the soldier friends. They're in the mess hall having breakfast at like 5 a.m. in the morning. It's crazy there. Crazy early time, right? I know, crazy. They're so dedicated getting up so early and all. And she said that the mess hall says that they are my Oh, they're my big brother, big sisters. That's so nice. I love y'all too. Yes, y'all are my big brothers and big sisters. And that they have my six, which see, I've learned a lot of military lingo thanks to them. And I know that means they have my back and I have their back too. So that's really cool. I love y'all. Um, but yeah, so if you've seen Big Brother, I'd love to hear thoughts. I'm going to go on Twitter here in a minute. It's going to be really entertaining to see what people are saying about it. But the biggest surprise twist, you know, they had Omarosa apparently as a regular house guest last season, right? So then they get the Scaramucci guy, yeah, on this season, but it turns out is that he was not a regular house guest. Yeah, he was just on there as a twist. He leaves, and they're they're like, where is he? And there's like some video apparently that they play, and he's like, surprise, the twist is I wasn't actually competing. I'm actually not a house guest. And he was even on the block, y'all. He was on the block. And it turned out he wasn't even a guest. And when he was on the block, he, was, he made a comment about, yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to fight to stay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> I mean, isn't that ironic? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to watch these other episodes. Honestly, I'm probably going to watch them after I host podcasts and go to bed. I'm probably going to watch them and before I go to sleep because I'm really excited about watching them. I've been dedicated working overtime and going to the gym and all that good stuff. So I, I just haven't watched on my TV, I, I thank goodness for DVR because I don't watch as much TV thanks to DVR because I can forward through commercials and I can get to the point and forward through and watch just watch what I want. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so oh my gosh, this is just so crazy. Um, I'm not sure what all the other twists. I've heard there's other twists too, but no people talk about Jonathan Bennett, and I'm not sure why. 
I don't I hope he's still on the show, but I don't know yet. I'm not sure. But uh yeah, so <laughs> if you wanna call in or tweet me live during the show, Coffee Talk WC or call in thirty two three six four two one five five six. You call share any thoughts on any training topics. It's just celebrity big brother to me is just my fun escape from reality, basically that and the regular Big Brother shows too. Thank goodness I've don't watch the 24-7 feeds. I don't know how anyone can do that. I mean, how do you have time for that? Seriously, you got to live life, man. <laughs> Get off the feeds. Oh, okay, let me read a few tweets, and then I have an embarrassing confession. I can't wait to tell you all about it. I went, let's just say, I went. I won a contest. I won three contests, by the way. I entered all these radio contests, TV contests, one day over my winter break, and I won three contests, and I've gone to two of these shows and I haven't gotten a third one yet but the second show I just went to Wednesday night uh let's see what else can I say I'll give you clues here Dallas Texas House of Blues and I was a little risque let's just say I have not ever been to one of these type of shows before I was blushing the entire time and I can't wait to tell y'all all about it oh my goodness me if I had not won tickets I probably would have never gone to this show particular show but don't judge me <laughs> and I don't judge the, the performers either I mean it was a really good show but I'm blushing even hinting at where I went I can't wait to tell you all about that and I'm sure I'm going to get teased forever about it but that's okay just because I'm only 44 year old woman and been married 15 years and never been to one of these type of shows before you would have thought this will give it away you would have thought I would have gone to this show for my bachelorette party but I was so shy. I'm still shy when it comes to this stuff. I don't know why. I don't know why it is when they go through the crowd and they get volunteers to go on stage. I hit. I literally hit it in the entire back of the 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 furthest back of the venue possible, and was would have been mortified. Like I was hiding. Thank God I was not selected because I would have died. I would have died there on stage. I mean, I'm blushing enough as it is. Like I'm just even talking about this. Have y'all figured out what I'm talking about yet? Anybody? Any guesses? What show I went to? <laughs> I'm already, see, that's what I did. I giggled. I giggled and I blushed the entire show. It was like a two, three hour show and I could not stop giggling and blushing the entire time. But man, that music was so good. They played the sexiest songs I've ever heard. Oh my gosh, y'all. It was so good. All right. And <laughs> I don't think I can handle going to another one. I gotta be honest. Oh my gosh. On that note, Here's a song. Oh, I was going to read a couple of tweets about Celebrity Big Brother. And then I'm going to play this particular song by my my friend Brandon Hilton. That's like, I'm sorry, Brandon Flippin. Brandon Hilton is another artist friend. But this sexy song is by Brandon Flippin called One Night Overdue. And I sent it to this particular group of performers saying, Oh, happy birthday, Master Sergeant Dawn. Uh, sorry, first Lieutenant Emmy just shared with me that it's his birthday. Oh, that's so nice. I hope he's doing well. I miss him. Put a little flower emoji for his birthday because I can't find a birthday cake emoji when I need one. So, uh, yeah. So I'm going to see if y'all can guess what show I'm talking about that I saw. <laughs> and, uh, okay, a couple of, let me backtrack for a moment here. Give me just a second. And fine. Celebrity Big Brother, a couple of tweets I wanted to share with y'all about that. And then I'm going to play this song by my friend Brandon Flippin, the Flippin Music, this Twitter name again. 
And it's I suggested the song. I was like, Do you ever need a new sexy song to add to your act? This is the one. It is so good. All right. So again, we know the Mooch was the twist. He wasn't a real contestant on Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, by the way, another thought on that. See, they had a couple celebrities quit on the show last season. It was really like kind of disappointing. Like, why why'd you do that? Other celebrities could have been on the show, right? So it was a little disappointing and all. So they made a big deal about how they got the celebrities this season to agree not to do that, you know, in the contract. And I think that's where they found the twist was the Mooch, Scaramucci guy. Anthony Scaramucci was like, okay, well, instead of exiting early, you can do this twist and not be a real house guest. And that way you can leave early because he wasn't on that long. (laughs) Oh, and supposedly Tamar and Lolo got in a fight. Not exactly sure what that's about. And I think Lolo left Big Brother. But I'm not sure. See, I got to get caught up on this. Uh, Ricky and Kato really like, am I the only one who thinks that's too much in my personal space? (laughs) Christy writes, wrote that on Twitter. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. A lot of people hating on Tamar. I I like, I think she's a great singer and she's a very smart woman, but I got to admit, she kind of annoys me too because she's really negative like all the time. So I kind of agree with this. Teresa Dobbins wrote, I had no idea how annoying and irritating Tamar Braxton was until Celebrity Big Brother. Y'all remember when she was on the reel and got fired? <laughs> yeah. Why is Tamar always crying? Chrissy Wright also says. Oh, my goodness. Fans think Lolo Jones got kicked out of Larry Big Brother house. Is the video shared online by the fan show the two celebrities, Lolo Jones and Tamar Braxton, getting a heated argument before the feed's cut? Yikes. Ooh, Tamar having an anxiety attack. Ooh, that's not good. If, uh, someone posted a clip of that. That's scary. That is so scary. Poor Jonathan Bennett trying to strategize with Ryan Lochte. Rocks, paper, scissors. Oh, that's sticker. Ryan, I love that's probably my favorite surprising friendship on the show is Ryan Lochte and Jonathan Bennett. Oh my gosh, I love it. And I love watching Ryan Lochte swim. Have y'all seen that pool? Oh my gosh. So fun to watch him swim in that little pool. He Oh, my gosh. He gets one for hours on end. So talented. All right. So that's a few right there. Let me play this sexy song, and then I'm going to tell you, reveal what the show was that I went to on Wednesday night. That made me blush and giggle the entire time. All right. Give me just a second here. Get the song to play for y'all. Oh, and let me remind you again, if you want to call and share your thoughts on any of these topics, training topics from news to sports entertainment, whether it's one we've mentioned now or another one I haven't mentioned, uh, we've got a whole hour to go. Plenty of time to call and say hello and share your opinions, your thoughts, 323-642-1556, and or message me live on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. And here is this awesome song called One Night Overdue by Brandon Flippin.
by my friend artist Brandon Flippin called One Night Overdue and it's a song <laughs> blushing oh my gosh I can't believe I'm even talking about this I so I after I saw this show on Wednesday night I was like I have got to suggest this song by my friend because it is so sexy and it would go great with their act and you never know they might you know look for new artists and, and new music So, I'm blushing thinking about this. All right. So, <laughs> I can't say it. I'll just blurt it out. Chippendales. Yes, I went to a Chippendales show for the first time ever. I'd never been to a show like that. And, I, and it, it, it was really good. 
I mean, it was really good. But I'm I'm blushing because I have a confession. I didn't know to the extent it was. I didn't know there was nudity involved. I didn't know these guys showed off their butts and tease you with the front part. I I I had no idea. Now, I mean, it, it was weird because like I didn't know what to expect. It's like it's on, it's a, a show on tour, so I don't know like if you see them in Vegas if it's even more risque. I don't know. I would imagine, but I thought it was pretty risque. I thought because it was professional show and it was on tour and on stage and it wasn't a strip club scene, you know, nobody's tipping them or anything like that, dancers or anything like that. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea there was nudity. I was like blushing the entire time. Oh my gosh. But those guys can dance. I mean, in all seriousness, they can dance. The music they chose was really good. Like I would listen to that entire soundtrack repeatedly. It was so good. But I don't know how they have time to change clothes. These guys change clothes every song so quickly. I mean, wow. It was crazy. It was just so, so crazy. <laughs> I am blushing. And I have a request for a song, which I think is a great song. It's a great time to play the song because I'm blushing a lot right now. And it's hard for me to even, even talk. So on that note, I'm going to play the song, my first First Lieutenant, I mean, my dear sis, my dear friend is requesting, and it's Toby Keith. Let me find it here. It's courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Be right back. Enjoy. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead So we can sleep in peace at night When we lay down our heads My daddy served in the army We lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back As soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye Man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list And a statue Sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your 
something else to talk about another turning topic the oscars and the oscar snubs and i'm so mad i know everyone's talking about they're upset which i have not seen this movie the lady gaga movie uh star is born i've heard that got snubbed for oscar and i'm really sad to hear that because i do love lady gaga and i have netflix dvds by the way if you have netflix netflix dvd is the way to go I can't wait. Coming out in February is her movie, A Star is Born, uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, uh, Creed 2. I cannot wait to see Creed 2. All those movies, I think, are coming out in February on Netflix DVD. So you get the newer movies first on DVD versus the streaming on Netflix. Just a little side tip there, info. So Master Sergeant, uh, excuse me, Master Sergeant, Sergeant Stubby, excuse me, Sergeant Stubby is this awesome movie that also got snubbed and I'm really sad about it because I love it. It's a beautiful beautiful animated movie, true story uh, about you know, the history of soldiers. Hi Prescott my dog says hi to the soldiers and your canine partners sending out his love and um, and so yeah so I'm really sad. It should have been nominated for an Oscar. It's, it, I mean it's for all ages. It does have a little you know, war sad part to it, but it's the it's based on the original um, war dogs, like our canine partners. I mean, it's it's well well written. Uh, the illustration is beautiful, and I can't believe it didn't get nominated for an Oscar. But yeah, look it up. It's called Sergeant Stubby. That's the dog's name, and. It's just a beautiful movie. Just I just love it. I love that all ages are watching it. Uh, the full name is Sergeant Stubby, an American Hero. And I encourage you to watch it. I rented it. Uh, thing. Yeah, I rented it on demand is how I watched it. So good, so good. But uh, hopefully it'll be on Netflix soon, too, now I think about it. I'll have to look into that. Um, yeah. But I can't believe they didn't get nominated but regardless it's to me it's an important movie uh all ages and i love that children are watching it and learning this history about our military and the canine partners and and such i mean it's just so good beautiful animation like you think toy story has beautiful animation i'm not kidding this movie is so well done so well done and i was hoping to interview this guy from the movie i did hear back but never confirmed time and date and maybe i should reach out again because i would be thrilled to interview him um he was really nice and it turns out he's like um oh gosh i have to find the message i don't want to say it wrong he plays one of the he, he's like the like a vp base of the movie right and it turns out he i love this guy it turns out he has red curly hair in real life and it turns out that he's a voiceover for one of the characters in the movie and he looks just like that that guy in the movie the military guy in real life i'm like oh wow that's so cool so not only he's like the vp of the company that did the movie but he plays the voiceover of a character in the movie and 
he did an awesome job too. What I love, I love all the characters in the movie, and of course Sergeant Stubby is my favorite. The dog, the main character, it's really really good. So yeah, so that's who I wanted, or that's the movie I wanted to be nominated and win an Oscar. And I'm really sad they got snubbed. I feel like, and I'm sorry again. I haven't seen a Star Wars born with Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper yet. I know it has awesome reviews and the music did well and all. And I, I'll probably end up liking that movie. But to me, this was more. Well, I don't want to diss another movie, but this to me is an important movie. And uh, like First Lieutenant Emmy's in the chat room with me listening, and and she said, you know that you know they have canine partners, and she's like, You're, yeah, the dogs, these canine partners, they fight for real. It is a life or death situation. I mean, these these canine partners risk their own lives for their soldiers. That's why they're called canine partners. They're not just canines. They are side by side the entire time with these soldiers and trying to save these soldiers' lives, you know, risking their own lives. And they've lost many canine partners in the process. And they do kind of kind of cover that a little bit in the movie. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really know much about canine partners before I met my soldier friends. And I started learning a lot and I've watched a few movies, that one and the Megan Living movie, I highly recommend. And I can't remember the name of the other movie. There's another one was like a documentary about a guy that mainly focused on a guy that tried to get his canine partner back after he got back home from war. Oh gosh, what was the name of that movie? And that documentary it was really, really good. Oh, and speaking of documentaries, my favorite Dan lead singer, Mr. Franti, Michael Franti from Michael Franti's Spearhead. I have not seen it yet, but he has a new documentary out. You can also rent now online called Stay Human. And it's... um. It's doing well, I've heard. It's about a few different people who inspired him that, like, make a difference and give back in, in this world. And uh, I can't wait to see it. I've got to rent that soon, too. Who do y'all hope wins the Oscars? Let me know. Max, thank you, sis. That's the name of the movie I was trying to remember. Yes, Max. Check out Max. But there, isn't there one other movie? I think Max is the one about the brother who um, a soldier dies and the soldier's brother basically gets the dog, the uh, his brother that was soldier and had a canine partner. Max was a canine partner. His brother dies, unfortunately. And then I think that's based on a true story, too. And then the brother takes over, brother and family take over the, the dog, uh, canine partner Max, and, and, you know, becomes like the family dog. And it's, that's a beautiful movie. And and then the documentary movie, I can't remember the name of that I was talking about, where the guy fights to get his, tries to fight to get his dog back after coming home from war. It's, it's, it was really hard to watch. It, like, broke my heart. Because he's just rooting for this guy to get his, his canine partner back. You know, he's fought in war, and he's fought for his country, and then he, you know, has to go back home. And, and, and then it's like, give, please give him his dog back. I could not imagine. Oh. But I'll try to see if I can find the name of that movie as well, or documentary. That one was documentary, I think. Um, so we got 47 minutes to go. I'm going to play another song, but I'll be right back and watch Switchboard 323-642-1556 or message me live on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. 
And uh, before I forget, you can always message me anytime, say hello, and or your guest interview requests or, and or topic suggestions. The best way, again, to do that is on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. And in the meantime, let me play this song for y'all. Give me just a moment here. So I was thinking about Mr. Franti and that Stay Human documentary. Let me play one of his songs for y'all. Give me just a moment. One of my favorites. And it's called Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Franti Spearhead's beautiful song of hope, uplifting message. Enjoy. In the morning, all I do is pray for some guidance and protection on the streets today, and an answer to the questions I ask every day. So tell me why do the birds that used to fly here? Tell me why do they come to die here? And all the kids that used to run here? Tell me why do they load their guns here? I remember in the days when we were one heart, no need to be bent. I just wrap my arms around you. Don't give up, this song is for you. Hey, 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 no matter how life is today, there's just one thing that I got to say. I won't let another moment slip away. I say, hey, 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 no matter how life is today, there's just one thing that I got to say. I won't let another moment slip away. I hold on, trying to hold on. In the gutter where flower grows Reminding me that everything is possible Yeah, reminding me that nothing is impossible You gotta live for the one that you love, you know You gotta love for the life that you live, you know Sing it, hey, hey, hey No matter how life is today There's just one thing that I got to say I won't let another moment slip away I say, hey, hey, hey No matter how life is today There's just one thing that I got to say
Mm. Beautiful song. My favorite part of that song is the lyrics about how you see a flower growing on the in the uh, crack of the gutter. Beautiful, beautiful song. Mm. All right, so we still have 40 minutes to go. If you, again, if you want to call and say hello, share your thoughts on any trending topics from news to sports to entertainment, 323-642-1556 is the switchboard phone number. And or, again, you can message me on Twitter live during the show. I'll read your tweets at Coffee Talk WC. Um, ooh, I don't want to lose my train of thought. Oh, I hate that. I just had a thought, and then I forgot it. Oh, don't you hate that? Oh, I hate that. <laughs> oh, no. What was I going to tell y'all? I had another thought, something else, like an update. I was gonna... Oh, I mentioned earlier that I, I had won three contests. It wasn't that, but I'll go ahead and share that with y'all real quick. So, of course, I just blushed and admitted what uh, that was Chippendale's show on the one. Okay. So three contests. So that was the second of the three. The first contest that one I've already shared about, I think, about the Mike Sinatra concert on New Year's Eve at Bass Hall in Fort Worth with the Fort Worth Symphony Orchestra and this guy, Carrie Hoffman, that sang like 20 Sinatra songs. And they told the story about how he met Sinatra and stuff. It was really, really nice. Okay. So I was shocked because uh, when I looked up the tickets, it was like $200 per ticket. I was like, are you kidding me? That's crazy. So I won those tickets because I was like, I would not pay that much. That's just way, way too expensive. But uh, yeah, it was beautiful venue. All these people were dressed up really nice. And I, I grew up in music orchestra and band. I played violin and French horn and percussion. And I was also on flag corps and performed. And I just, I just love music. And, um, yeah, and I, I taught myself piano and some basic guitar, so I I really love music, and I love all genre of music. That's usually um, my common ground. Like, when I meet anybody, for the most part, I can find at least one artist that we both like a lot or music we like a lot, so that's just kind of been my, my niche, you know, is that I like I listen to all music, all genre, and um, so... When I entered the contest, I entered all kinds of contests, and um, that one, uh, even Chippendales, I think I didn't know exactly what I was getting because some of them would have a title like big prize package or surprise package, so you don't always know what you're going to win if you win, so it was like surprise, literally. <laughs> so anyway, so that's, that was the first of the three contests I won, and it was very nice, again, very, very nice show, and, um, and then the second one I just did, the, so that was New Year's Eve. And then, so yeah, great start to a new year because it's only January still, right? So yeah, so, or December 31st, technically New Year's Eve to January 1st, turn midnight, you know, when we left. <laughs> and then, um, and then the Chippendales I saw uh, Wednesday night, so that was January uh, 23rd. And the next concert, the last one that I've won so far, I should say, maybe, you know, I don't want to jinx myself. Maybe I could still win some more. No, I'm just kidding. Um, is the band called The Revivalist. I don't know if y'all know them. They're kind of a newer band, but they sing this, they sing a couple songs that are on the radio. And this one song I could, well, both of them I could listen to on repeat all day long. But the one has a really beautiful music video and it's called Wish I Knew You When I Was Young. And 
oh, it's just so beautiful. This music video takes place at like this, I don't know, say like 60-year high school or something like that. And there's an African-American man and a Caucasian woman, and apparently they like each other, or they did back in the day, and they still do, but they never, you know, dated, I guess, because of signs of the times and the discrimination issues, and it was really sad. And it's such a beautiful, well-put-together video. So they they see each other from afar and dance together at the reunion, and they do flashbacks of them dancing together when they were younger. Oh, it's just so good. And then at the end of the video, they have all these older people, like, dance all crazy and silly, and, and then even one of the band members dances at the really silly at the end. It's just a beautiful song. It's like, wish I knew you now I was young. Oh, it's just beautiful. And then the other song they sing that's on there is uh, about their, uh, all my friends take good care of me. But yeah, look them up called The Revivalists. They're really good. And that's going to be in Dallas at Southside Ballroom in March. Uh, let me talk to my sis for a minute. Let me, I'm going to play another song because my, my dear friend, my sis only has four minutes of internet time left. You know, the military, they only overseas, they only got so much internet time and I hadn't heard from her in a few weeks since I've been sick. I haven't hosted much time on my show. Um, so I'll be right back. Hang tight. 37 minutes to go. Plenty of time. I'll keep watching that switchboard and, and tweets. Um, give me just a moment here. Let me find a song. All right. Here we go. We'll play a really, really pretty song by Bean. My favorites. I like all our songs, but this is called Wherever You Are. I'll be right back, y'all.
Once again, that was Wherever You Are by Bean. Beautiful song. We've got 30 minutes to go. Plenty of time to call in and say hello. And share your thoughts on any trending topics, including news, sports, entertainment. We've talked a little bit about Pro Bowl. Um, Super Bowl. I'd love to hear your Super Bowl predictions. I should get on Twitter and ask that. Um, what else? Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl was today. Just do a little recap here. NFC lost. I think it was 20 to 7 final score. AFC won. It was raining a lot. The game was in Florida. It's no longer in Hawaii for Pro Bowl. Y'all remember when I was in Hawaii? And then Super Bowl is going to be in Atlanta. Oh, I forgot to answer that question earlier. I found the answer about the performers. All right. Maroon 5 will be performing the halftime show, you know, with Adam Levine. And Gladys Knight will be performing the national anthem. I love that. Can't wait to see Gladys Knight. All right. So that is the answer I found for y'all on that. Oh, and I also found the other answer in the name of the documentary. Let me find it here. The name of the documentary. Oh, I lost the name again. Let me find it again. So y'all can look it up because it's really good. I highly recommend y'all watch this documentary. I think I saw it on HBO. I don't know. I have Dish. I don't know if y'all have Dish, but I have Dish. And Dish and HBO have not worked out negotiations, and we haven't gotten HBO back. And I'm thinking whenever Game of Thrones comes on, it's going to be a big deal then, and they might finally make a make a settlement or negotiations work them out because I know a lot of dish customers are probably going to throw a fit even more when Game of Thrones comes on. <laughs> That's the longest I've seen a channel be gone. I mean, these this dish, like, they, they go off and on with these negotiations with different channels or also, like, even a basic channel. I couldn't even watch the Cowboys games for almost the whole season. I'm like, what is going on? It was just really weird, but this HBO is probably the longest holdout I've seen. Kind of like government shutdown, all those old, uh, longest government shutdown. Well, this was like the longest cancellation of a TV channel I've seen on Dish in a long time because they can't work out their negotiations. I'm like, oh, man, can't we all just compromise and work stuff out? Oh, man. But I know, don't get me wrong. I know the government shutdown on the wall is a serious, very serious matter issue. I'm not as serious of like HBO and Dish. I get it. Uh, with all due respect, I no, understand. Well, it's much more serious issue at a hand. Um, I am trying to find the name of this documentary for y'all. Give me just a second here. I just had it a moment ago. It was documentary. Oh, it came right up too when I looked it up. It was there we go. War Dog, a soldier's best friend. That's the name of it, and the it has a few stories in it, but the main story I remember, the main focus I remember was about the guy came home from war, John, U.S. Army Ranger John Dixon, uh, and Mika. Yeah, that's what I remember, that story the most from that. So hope y'all give that a try. Check out that documentary. It's really, really good. And uh, my my dear friend, my sis, first lieutenant, me says, 
<laughs> her Super Bowl prediction. Remember, my soldier friends are Patriots fans. So a lot of them are from that area. Uh, she predicts Patriots will win against the LA Rams 35-10. to 10. Now, my actor friend, my favorite actor, by the way, and friend, Omar Miller, had the privilege of meeting and interviewing and staying in touch with from Super Bowl when it was in Dallas several years ago. Uh, he, of course, is an L.A. Rams fan, so and I have a lot of friends actually in L.A. also, so it's kind of interesting because I have a lot of friends in L.A. that, of course, L.A. Rams fans, including Omar Miller, is definitely a huge Rams fan, and then I have my soldier friends, of course, that are the Patriots fans, so I'm like, oh, I'm really kind of in the middle, neutral, who wins, but then, you know, I I explained all that earlier. All right, so... um. Okay, so we talked about the Super Bowl predictions, well, a little bit about Super Bowl and who's going to perform Pro Bowl. Um, I'm not really saying a lot about Trump and the wall because I'm really trying to be objective and and just people want to call in and vent or share whatever side they're on, you know, try to be objective and hear all sides on that uh, when it comes to politics in general, really, because I'm a strong believer of freedom of speech and expression. Uh, I think that's uh, one of the privileges that our military, my military friends and all soldiers and veterans have fought and fight for us daily for us to be able to to express ourselves. In a lot of countries, you can't do that without repercussions. Um, so we're very, very blessed in that scenario for sure. Very blessed in that way. Um trying to think. What was the last movie I saw? Oh, the new Spider-Man movie. It was so good. I think I shared that on the last show, though, but it was so good. I feel, I saw three movies. I hadn't, I hadn't gone to the movies in, like, a few months or so, and then when Winter Break came along, I saw the Mary Poppins Returns movies. It was okay, but the original was so much more magical and just so good. And it was alright. And then I would give it, like, a B rating, I guess. And then Aquaman was amazing, most beautiful movie, so good. A little too long, but other than that, was good. And then the new Spider-Man movie was perfect. <laughs> so I would rate the new Spider-Man movie into the universe, Spider-Man into the universe, number one. Then Aquaman, number two. And then Mary Poppins Returns, number three, if I had to rate them in order. I don't think I've seen any other new movies other than those three, though. And I rented Night School with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, and it was really, really funny. Really funny. There was a little bit of humor they could have taken out. I don't care for crude humor and stuff, gory stuff. Like, ugh. But other than that, it was really funny. It was about um, Kevin Hart plays a character, an older guy that goes back to get his GED. (laughs) And Tiffany Haddish plays the night school teacher. She did a really good job. Really, really funny. Um... And I'm just trying to think what else. Let's see. Let's see what's trending on Twitter. Sometimes there's certain TV shows that are, oh, the, the Rent, the live musical Rent was on tonight. I recorded it. We'll check it out later. Uh, let's see. SAGA Awards, SAGA Awards. Oh, I'm sorry. SAGA Awards. I thought that didn't sound right. Rent Live's trending because the Rent live musical is on TV tonight. That's become the new thing. You'll notice that where they do a lot of live musicals on TV. I think it's a crossover idea, which is pretty clever to get, you know, more people from the public to actually come pay and check out their musical shows, um, get more attendance. Uh, SAG Awards is trending. It says Black Panther took home the top award of the night for the outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture. 
and you can check out more highlights from 2019 SAG Awards and Twitter moments. I do love that Black Panther movie. Oh, so good. Oh, there's a really nice video clip of all the cast all excited from Black Panther for winning the award. Oh, that's nice. Lady Gaga's there at the SAG Awards. Oh, she looks great. Yeah, they put Wakanda forever. Oh, that's nice for Black Panther. Oh, Sandra Oh took home an award for Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Drama Series. I love her. I miss her so much on Grey's Anatomy, but I, uh, you know, can't blame her for leaving and wanting to broaden her horizons and do other acting work, too. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't checked it out yet, but it says she's in this drama series called Killing Eve. She honored all her quote unquote fellow creative dreamers and actors. I have felt your support so tremendously. Oh, that's nice. Wow. I wish I'd recorded the SAG Awards. Or was it on TV? I don't know. Glenn Close won SAG Award for The Wife. Oh, yeah. That movie's on the Netflix DVD list for February, I think. This is Us one. I haven't, I don't watch that show. I tried. It was way too sad. I only tried to watch one episode. I just couldn't get through it. Oh, one of my all-time favorite actors, Ellen Alda. I love MASH. One of my all-time favorite shows. MASH and Three's Governor are my favorite all-time shows. Oh, he won a Lifetime Achievement Award for SAG Awards. Good for him. SAG Lifetime Achievement honoree Alan Alda highlights actor's important role when culture is divided. Oh, wow. Ooh, I got to check this out more later. I didn't even know SAG Awards was on. Oh, man. Oh, that's sweet. Bradley Cooper took his mom as his date. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Ooh, congrats to the cast of Marvel Studios Black Panther. Oh, okay. They have this really nice poster. Again, that's another uh, congrats to them from Marvel Entertainment to Black Panther for winning the SAG Award. Very, very cool. Here's a quote by Ellen Alda. It may never have been more urgent to see the world through another person's eyes than when a culture is divided so sharply. Actors can help just a little by doing what we do. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, how I have the stage fright issue and wanting to make a difference in this world. And I've been really scared just to speak out and, and you have to really be vulnerable and share your life and and your own opinions and all these things. And I'm finally ready to like open that door up and, and just be me and just share me with the world. And it scares me a little bit, but then like even for Lieutenant Emmy, she wrote a beautiful quote in the uh, chat room earlier to me, just encouraging me and saying, you know, let the world hear you, Shell. And, She's like, we hear you, you know, we're soldiers overseas and we hear you. And that just means so much to me, you know. But yeah, she wrote, let the world hear you. We hear you. I thought that was so nice. And that's something I can apply on over to my stand-up comedy goals, you know. And and, uh, start getting an open mic night soon and all. I got a desk. I got a writing desk that's really cute. And chair, matching chairs. So it came as a set and it was so cute from the surf shop and I just loved it. It was just like not too big, not too small. It was just right, just right. And I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, cause it's like 80% writing, 20% performing and I've been working on the writing, but I've been trying to figure out how to get my butt back to open mic night and conquer my stage fright. I just have this fear. I just, I don't want to die tomorrow and regret that I didn't try. And that's really pushing me to 
to finally do it. You know, I've wrote down all these New Year's resolutions. I've been following through with them. I've been, you know, doing reading every night, going to work out, and writing comedy. And this, to me, is the the scariest and most exciting goal for me is stand-up comedy. It's like, why did it take me to go through college and all this stuff to realize my dream, my true passion and dream is stand-up comedy? And then I, I was feeling kind of bad about that. Like, gosh, did I waste all this time? But then I realized, no, you know, you didn't because well, there's a lot of reasons. One is, you know, like my public relations degree carries over in so many ways from the online shop to the, you know, crocheting shop to stand up a comedy because you have to, you know, promote yourself. It's all about marketing and branding, but also writing, journalism. Hello. So it made me feel better realizing, no, you did not waste all that time and what you went through. It's so true. Sadly, it's so true from tragedy does come comedy and that's how I found my purpose and my passion to stand up comedy I've discovered it honestly the year my parents died and realized that was my passion and it's just I took the class I went through a graduation performance and then I I did great at rehearsal and then I bombed at, at the actual performance and just haven't forgiven myself since I guess and then I started going to open mics off and on and then uh, when my birth dad died, 2014, I quit going because he was, he was honestly my biggest supporter when it came to stand-up comedy. And uh, so much that the first time I even did an open mic, I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> it was terrible. Like, you think about now, that was 10 times worse. So I know I have definitely improved over the years, but I still have a long way to go, you know. And uh, But he was so supportive that he made a, a deal with me. He was he, you know, that's why I miss him so much, but he made a deal with me. He was like, if you perform open mic night, I'll do it. I'm like, what? And he did. He he followed through and he, we had a good old time. My brother, one of my brother, birth brothers and his wife was there and one of my <laughs> good friends and her lady friend were there. Like we had a, we had a great time. There were several of us there. We were, they were, oh my gosh, we were laughing so hard. My birthday Oh, performed his act. Oh my gosh, it was like, wow. He opened up <laughs> like you think Chippendales was blushing. No, when my birth dad was <laughs> was on stage talking about his love life and stuff, I was like, did he just go there? But I could not stop laughing. It was great. It was such a great, funny memory we made, and he was so supportive. And I know he's looking down on me from heaven saying you get your butt back to open my night and follow through your goals so I gotta make sure I'm ready but I did say February I was gonna start and I know February is just around the corner so I need and I'm not ready and I know I know I'm that I'm so close but a few more weeks so after Super Bowl March at the very least but probably mid to late March uh, February is when I'm finally gonna start going because see what I know is in my mind of mine's like my heart of hearts (laughs) all that good stuff and I know that once I start going, I'm committed. So I want to make sure I'm totally ready because once I go, I'm going to go at least once a week, if not twice a week or more and every week, you know, stay focused and dedicated and motivated and all that good stuff. Motivation, dedication, and all those great words that rhyme. <laughs> Inspiration. So, yeah, 
Um, anyway, got 10 minutes to go. I'm going to play some music as we wind down tonight. Give me just a moment here. Find a song for y'all. I mentioned my friend Brandon Hilton. Him and my other friends, his dear friends I met through him in South Carolina. I miss them so much. I call it my home away from home because they're always in my heart. And I miss them dearly. So let me play a beautiful song by him for y'all. Give me just a moment here. You can find Brandon Hilton on Facebook and check out his new fashion line, House of Man. It's really cool. And in the meantime, let's see here. This is probably one of my all-time favorite songs of his called Glamour Zombie. Enjoy.
Once again, that was Glamour Zombie by Brandon Hilton. Oh, on Twitter to see any updates and uh, feedback on the Rent musical. And it says, Brandon Hunt, who plays the central character of Roger, had suffered an ankle injury the night before. Um, so last night before the Rent Live Sunday premiere. Oh, poor guy. That's terrible. I hope he feels better soon. Oh. But it uh, looks like pretty good reviews overall I'm reading on the Rent musical. I'm recording that also on DVR. Like I said, I love that DVR. <laughs> One of my favorite mentions along with the iPod. Oh, my gosh. I love the iPod. Um, but sadly, I can't use headsets all the time right now. Please pray for me. I'm seeing the ENT February 6th. Y'all, I'm so scared. I've had these repeated cysts inside, internally inside my ears. Well, initially I had one huge cyst. I woke up one morning. And I had a huge cyst on my left ear on the outside, just out of nowhere. I'd never had this issue before. And then from there, it finally went away. And ever since, I've had repeated on the inside of both ears internally. And they, like, rupture. And as soon as they heal, they create new ones and rupture again and again. So anyway, I've been waiting forever since before Christmas, actually, for this referral. And finally got it to go through. And so I have an appointment February 6th to see the ENT and really nervous about it because I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be like, you need surgery. You need your ear tubes drained or if it's something simple fixed with no surgery. You know, I really hope it's simple. But then I kind of feel like I need to see a dermatologist also because I don't know if it's a cause effect connected or not. I think it is connected somehow, some way, because I've had cellulitis a couple of times as well on my, like, tailbone and back, and I don't know. It's just really weird. But, uh, I don't know. I think something, I think it's my sweat glands causing all this, but I don't know. I'm not the doctor, so I don't know. But my family doctor insists I need to eat your nose, throat doctor first, so he's more worried about the ear cyst in my ears issue because it's affecting my hearing. Oh, I'm so tired, y'all. Oh, uh, let's see what I do this weekend. Uh, I went out to a dance club last night. And then today I rode the Texrel for my second time, our new train here, and went to downtown Fort Worth and had lunch at Risky's Barbecue at Sunday at Square. And this weekend has been one of the most beautiful weather weekends ever. It was not too hot and not too cold perfect walking weather I call it with sunshine just like a little cool the breeze with sunshine it's just oh it's so beautiful I just loved it and it's supposed to get colder here you know I live in Texas Dallas Forest Texas so it's just up and down with the weather but uh it's supposed to drop down to really cold this week <laughs> so I'm glad I got out while I did all right um about eight minutes to go I'm gonna go ahead and play some more music but I'll keep watching in case you want to tweet or call feel free anytime of course tweet me live during uh during the week 
say hi, message me your topic suggestions, and or guest interview requests. Oh, I've been meaning to remind you all about the P.O. Box in case you ever want to send um, any, you know, sometimes I get like books, music, uh, products, you know, if you want me to check out your book or listen to your music, review it on the show, or you want me to consider you, uh, consider you for being a guest to be interviewed on the show, all that good stuff, or you just want to Send a card. Valentine's Day is coming up. <laughs> um, write a letter or postcard. Uh, I one day I checked my PO box and I had a postcard from my favorite artist Michelle Chamuel. I could not believe it. I was so happy. That was <laughs> did not see that coming. It was really cool. But anyway, it's uh, let's see. So Coffee Talk with Shell. Shell is C H E L L E, and then it's P O box four eight five zero eight. Fort Worth, F-O-R-T and the W-O-R-T-H, Fort Worth, uh, Texas, 76148. But yeah, I've gotten Christmas cards and books and music and products and all kinds of cool stuff in that P.O. box over the years. Thanks to y'all and hope you'll keep it coming. And I really hope my soldier friends, they're listening. Uh, If you ever need a pen pal, feel free to write. I always write back. All right. So let's find some more music to play as we wind down. I'm going to get in bed and watch Celebrity Big Brother on DVR after the show tonight. And before I forget, I definitely want to wish each and every one of you a safe, wonderful week ahead. And I can't thank you all enough for being a part of Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always Friday in life. I hope you'll keep tuning in Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. But don't forget, I won't be hosting next Sunday because it's Super Bowl. And I hope you all have a great and safe Super Bowl. Sunday next week, but I will be back February 10th um, at 8 o'clock. Now, that's Grammy's night. That's why I chose February 17th to be my 10-year anniversary episode. Excuse me. I cannot talk tonight. I think I said episode. I'm trying to say episode segment. Um, Yeah. Stamp comedy when you write. You try to come up with more than one word. So, like, episode and segment. So, I've been using the, the thoughts. The Saurus. And you work on my stuttering issue too. The Saurus. A little bit more lately, trying to come up with like, you know, different words, same meaning kind of thing. Synonyms. Well, that's a tongue twister. All right. (laughs) Oh, have you all been watching America's Got Talent, the Champions Edition? I've got a. I gotta well, catch up on that on DVR too. I'm really behind. Since I've been winning tickets to these awesome events, you know. And go to the gym and stuff, Goomba and yoga and pound. Oh, I got this book, y'all. It is so cool at Five Below. I don't know about y'all, but Five Below is one of my favorite stores. And they, like 80% of the store now, or I don't know if it's a temporary thing, but I'm so glad I went when I did. 80% of Five Below, at least where I am, 80% of that store is fitness stuff now. So I got me a really good exercise mat, like not just for yoga, but, you know, if I want to go outdoors, camp gladiator, free trial, whatever, that kind of stuff, which I need to see if they'll let me retry the trial because I only made it one time and got sick. Oh, I feel like I really missed out on the opportunity. I hate that. And then um, someone called asked them about that. But anyway, when I had this yoga book and it's like all the yoga poses so I, and it tells you which level beginning and intermediate advanced, you know, what type poses and everything. It's really cool. So uh, I've been looking at that too, kind of studying it a little bit, learning what, and what else? And speaking of exercise, I have challenged myself and tried two new classes. I went to one chisel and hit class 
I'm not sure why they call it chisel and hit, not just hit, but they do. And it was really good for me. And I also did a bar class, which is like ballet slash exercise class. It was, ooh, it was strenuous, but it was a great workout. So I've been really trying to follow through on these New Year's resolutions. And it's only January, so I'm doing really good. I've made a lot of them come true in the first month of the year already. So I just got to keep it up. And I didn't know I had a half birthday, by the way, on the 25th of January. I got four different emails, different radio stations saying, happy half birthday. And they all use the same birthday card, by the way. It's hilarious. Just change it with their different radio station logos. And then I felt all this pressure because when New Year's hit, I made all these New Year's resolutions saying I want to be like by my weight goal and all this stuff by my birthday, which is in July, six months. And then I realized now it's only six months away. And now I feel a lot of pressure because I don't know if I can make it in six months. But I'm going to try. So progress is always good regardless, but I really, really hope I can make it to the goal because that would be a great birthday gift to myself. You know, health is important. <laughs> All right. Uh, and speaking of, again, I wish each of you a safe and wonderful weekend. We'll play one more song and then I'm going to sign off for the night. And don't forget, I won't be here Super Bowl, but I'll be back February 10th. And then um, we'll just do a regular show then probably. And then February 17th uh, will be the special 10-year anniversary episode i can't wait hope you'll all be a part of it i cannot thank you all enough from guest to interview uh guest to co-host to all the listeners all of you has been amazing and i appreciate all of you being on this journey with me and on that note here's heart goodbye by brandon hilton from midnight cabaret a movie written by donna clark and this theme song written by Jonathan Homner and the theme song sung by Brandon Hilton, all my dear friends from South Carolina. Enjoy. <laughs> 